0: Hi, I'm Wed.
1: Hi, I'm Non-Wed.
0: Welcome to the Wedge and Non-Wed podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. So we're going to start off from last week's dating episode, which is cheating and cheating in relationships. But we're not really talking about relationships today. We're talking about cheating um, in exams, life, ethical um, dilemmas and all those things. So we're going to have a more discussion of how things work here and what laws we need to follow as an international student. So Dika, do you have any um, fun stories for us?
1: Yeah, but before we get started, I want to give a disclaimer. We are not lawyers, so anything we say is not legal advice. <laughs> if, yeah, if you have any problems, you run into issues with the law, you have to speak to a lawyer and they are the best people to or help you out. So don't take anything that we say as legal advice. It is just for entertainment. <laughs> so, yeah, and ho- I hope it is entertaining. But anyway, the people who are involved in cases for them, it was not that entertaining. For example, plagiarism is a very serious thing, especially in acad- academics here in the United States. Somehow in India, it is not considered a big deal to say copy an assignment or copy someone's homework or even like entire projects you can copy from the previous batch. Uh, All that stuff is considered normal in India, but here people take it seriously. This happened with a few of my friends. What happened was in our batch, a lot of people had had to redo their uh, final project because the professor realized there were like 80-90% similarity from previous projects uh, based on the Turnitin report the professors will do that they will check for your turnitin report and if it comes uh, comes to mind that you know you have copied then you will get like an f star which is or an f grade which is fail but with extra information on your grade chart saying that you failed for breaking the ethical code or moral so it is very serious and you should take it very seriously
0: Yeah, I mean, plagiarism is a huge thing. I I also understand that because India, it's very common. And I can say that I was not about that I have, like, probably like copied from my friends back in India. But here, I just realized that eventually, you know, grades don't really matter if you get an A grade or whatever. If you're learning something it kind of makes up for whatever grade you get. So I've also seen, though, a lot of Indian students and professors um, have this, like, idea of Indian students that they just copy and cheat. So don't, I guess, add to the stereotype. But, yeah, this also happened to one of um, the people I know is, you know, somebody else copied this person's homework or an assignment and, the professor kind of found similarities and eventually they were kind of called in speak in front of honor code so it's like a council which kind of like makes a judgment in these kind of plagiarism um, cases and every professor has its or professor or like a class has its own limitations or a percentage which is allowed and, you know, they had to go in front of them and make their case. Eventually, you know, the girl who copied made a sob story about how my friend copied from her. And my friend got in trouble for it. So I guess even if you let other people copy your work, you can get into trouble.
1: Yeah, it goes both ways. Like you you can try to do a good thing in your head where you're helping someone. But actually that is also being like an accomplice to a crime so you don't want to be that that is something that is taken seriously here another thing that you know in india we don't really pay attention to a lot of is like laws while driving and again that is something that will be taken very seriously here if you are say not wearing seat belt or if you are going above speed limit even something like you are turning from the wrong lane i have friends who have been caught doing all of those things and it is not cheap uh, you will have to pay something like $100, $200, sometimes even 500 if you're like a repeat offender and you even I might have to go to jail. So that is something uh, that you cannot get away with in the US, unlike in India, where, you know, a lot of times you can bribe cops. I mean, of <laughs> course, it is not I something that, right here. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't encourage bribing cops even in India, but we know that it's an open secret.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah driving laws are pretty insane here like i really get scared when even a cop dri- cor- cop car is like passing by i get really really nervous and i'm like okay have i am i wearing my seatbelt and stuff but it's just a thing that it's just that fear that you have but it's like a legit fear where you know it's like fear the safety of the public but yeah i don't i mean i've had also friends who've probably gone over speed limit and were pulled over by a cop mostly let off with a warning but one of my friends did get a ticket so yeah it, it a 500 ticket is a lot when you're a student and it adds up real facts it also goes on your permanent record so uh, i don't want to be in that situation
1: the laws are there to protect you as well i mean getting arrested or stopped by a cop would be like less dangerous than something else that would happen if you're not wearing seatbelt or if you're like going at a very high speed and something goes wrong. So it's best to, you know, stay safe. Yeah, there are friends who have had received tickets. I personally have got just one warning once, which was for not switching on the lights. Even that time I was like really nervous talking to the cops. So I didn't know what was going to happen. But I was let off with the warning fortunately. Even if you are someone who has who is experienced driving in India is fine with the Indian cops and Indian system and Indian laws, it still takes time getting used to the American system because they drive on the wrong side. I mean, they drive on the right side (laughs) of the road. The (laughs) driving wheel is on the left side. So all of these things you have to get used to. And more importantly, you have to get used to the law that cops...
0: Most important thing is trying to get used to wearing seatbelts because I know people in India don't like wearing seatbelts. Maybe the driver still wears it, but like passengers and everybody don't. But at least in Texas, there's a law which, you know, requires the driver as well as all the passengers to wear a seatbelt. And you can get probably like something from $25 to $250 fine if, you, you know, if you're if you caught without wearing a seatbelt. Also, I guess it just seems like a very scary situation to be in, you know, being pulled over by a cop. I know I would definitely freak out.
1: There are many more serious things that you can do. Drinking and driving, for example. It is obviously illegal even in India, and you will, if you are caught in India, you will have to pay a fine. You might have a case on you if you end up doing something worse than just driving. Uh, obviously, that is a crime everywhere in the world, and especially here, you don't want to mess around with cops, especially if you're like driving under the influence like not just alcohol, even like drugs. If you get caught in that situation, that is probably one of the worst thing that can happen, because that, again, will be on your record. And if you're applying for immigration later, or like a green card, that doesn't look very good. Being caught driving drunk is, again, less dangerous than, you know, hurting someone or ending up in a worse situation where you not only would have to pay for your medical expenses, which is already very expensive, and paying for someone else's also that might happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, also drinking also has so many things attached to it. Like I know open um containers is like illegal, like carrying like drinks around on the streets, like in like most cities, but there are certain um designated like, you know, streets where there are only bars and the laws don't apply there. But once you pass that boundary, I guess cops might be just there to, you know, um see someone mess up. And I've also seen like, People getting drunk and creating a scene and all that stuff. I actually have a story about that. One of my professors was arrested for creating a scene while being drunk in a bar. He kind of like broke a (laughs) bottle. Yeah, I know. So he broke a bottle on somebody's head. It was insane. It was in the papers and I was like, wait, what? That professor? I almost took his class. I was like, um, okay.
1: So he got arrested or whatever for violence and not just not just for public intoxication.
0: Yeah, but, not just for drinking, but I mean I guess you have to kinda like, you know, be aware yeah, if, of if you get caught situation. for one
1: thing, <laughs> the cops will make sure that they add on every potential crime that they can add on to it. Like if you are caught in a in an assault or something, if you are drunk then they will also add public intoxication to your cases it's just what cops do
0: i think international students need to carry some kind of id uh, with them with their like you know photograph like a passport or a state issued id like a driver's license and i can tell you that i got my driver's license just to be able to enter bars without having to carry my passport so i guess that's one of those things but people do um I don't think I've heard of international students have a fake ID, but yeah, the minimum age to, you know, drink is 21 in most states.
1: Yeah, here you have to have an ID to get into bars, which I understand because the age for drinking is 21. Although most of the graduate students that come here from India are above that age. But if you look under 30, the bartender or bouncer, whoever is letting you in, has the responsibility to check your ID. Now I'm old so they don't check it. But uh, this happened one time that I was refused service because my ID had expired. I don't know how that makes sense. Just because my driver's license had expired doesn't mean I get younger suddenly.
0: Oh, you wish.
1: (laughs) Yes. I mean, I wish it worked that way, but it doesn't. I'm still that old. (laughs)
0: You're out with your friends, and if you don't, if you have an expired ID or if um, you don't have an ID, it's probably going to suck a lot if you are the only one who can't get in.
1: Since we are in Texas, we have to talk about this thing about guns. Gun laws (laughs) in Texas are one, as in there are many states, and many different states have different laws. In Texas, you are allowed to carry a gun openly. So Texas is one of the more you know, gun friendly states if you will i am personally not sure how that law applies to immigrants there are obviously ways in which you can acquire a gun so i something i read about is if you have a hunting license then you can get a gun in texas but then again why would you want it unless you know you want to go hunting so i don't know i personally don't have one i know people who do like i'm pretty sure my roommates who are Americans? They have guns. They don't have it here. They keep it at their hunting cabin or something like that. Yeah, it is considered common, and uh, it's something that you should at least be aware of. That you know, people might be having guns, so don't get into fights or something <laughs> without knowing what happened.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think a bunch of my friends and I were like at a Chili's, like having dinner, and we saw some guy with like you know an a gun like pretty much on his waistband and we were like we kind of freaked out because that was like pretty new to us like you know looking at guns like in real life and like in front of you and so we're like okay if shit goes down we're dead
1: (laughs) in bigger cities or bars usually they're not allowed but i've seen like when you go to like smaller towns and stuff they carry it openly it's considered normal and it's like so the reason why they carry it is because the nearest police station might be very far off. And if something happens, they want to be ready. So I've been to restaurants in small towns where the waiters will carry a gun on the holster and on their base. So they are always ready to shoot. <laughs> but that also, that also reminds me if something happens, a lot of uh, schools and offices here are required to have drills that if uh, there is a mass shooting, then what should the people do? Indians, unfortunately, since we grew up in a different place, we were never exposed to those drills, and we don't know what to do. So there was this case of a uh, of a robbery, an armed robbery, and an Indian person got shot in that because they had no idea how to react to that. And when the robber said "duck" or something, everyone in the store started, you know, going under tables and stuff, and this guy was confused and ended up getting shot. So again, it's better to know what what might happen. And I don't know if your state has as friendly gun laws as Texas. I don't think any state has as much freedom with guns as Texas does. It's better to be aware.
0: Yeah, I also wouldn't put Florida aside. <laughs> like it might actually match up to Texas. But <laughs>
1: yeah, Florida man, Florida man is everywhere. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's also like I feel like Florida probably has way weirder laws and uh, <laughs> things there. But yeah, gun, gun, kind of like really does scare me. But if you are like you know curious about it, there are gun um, ranges where you can go go to target practice. It's kind of like fun if you're into that kind of thing. I I would recommend it doing it once. But yeah, getting a gun as an international student, I don't know how that would work.
1: Yeah, I mean even if you have a gun, yeah. You know- to actually use it, you have to be at a range or, you know, go hunting where you can use only specific hunting shotguns or something like that. So better to, you know, just stay safe and not have one. I'm, I'm personally scared. So keeping something that can kill me and right next to me every day is just not not a good idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like speaking of these kind of like gun laws, which is I know is a little controversial for us to talk about, I would also like to go into more of like medical based laws where a lot of procedures are not legally allowed. Or even if they are allowed in your state, it's very difficult to get them. Like you probably have to go through like jump a lot of hoops to get those things done. I also know that there are certain I don't know if it's like particular state or like all of the US, but if you're a woman and if you, you know, like want to get a certain procedure, you're not allowed to do that because it kind of like stops you from having babies. So, um, you know, you kind of need your husband's like written permission that you don't want any more babies or um, you kind of have to you know have at least three kids or a certain number of kids to you know say that okay now I'm ready to not have kids but if you're like a single woman or like um, like you don't have any kids but you want this procedure it they the doctors can like are allowed to send you back saying that we uh, refuse to do this procedure so there are like these kind of like weird laws which you know it just kind of like um very fascinating to indians because we have a lot of freedom in these kind of medical procedures and it just doesn't make sense in a developed country in my opinion
1: i don't understand it, it depends on which state you are in and some states are worse for women's reproductive rights if you will
0: <laughs> yeah and
1: and you know which states those are um you know which and why those are the way they are those states are dangerous for women because if you were to have a medical procedure like say abortion <laughs> it is still legal but you have to jump through a lot of hoops like you will have to go through a lot of paperwork and they will make it as difficult as possible
0: yeah probably like i mean i see that like all over the u.s Uh, every state is its own thing. So, you know, like laws and things like procedures uh, differ from like state to state. So it's really difficult to keep a track of whatever state you're in. So you kind of have to like update yourself on the things that are going on there. So like, I mean, I guess everybody um, knows by now is that like weed is legal in certain states, but not in others. So you might want to be careful with those things.
1: Yeah, for example, it is legal in California, but not in Texas. Texas I would go for like
0: more closer is like it's legal in Colorado, but not in Texas. If you're driving in Texas, so just be careful.
1: I don't know about all states. They keep changing. So I don't know all the states where it's legal, but I'm pretty sure that in Texas, it is not. So I don't do it. (laughs) That's great. That is the official line.
0: (laughs) so i think like um this is something we should probably cover is like you know whatever the current situation is is a lot of um racism stories and racist experiences are going around and i've seen that a lot of indians you know are kind of like influenced by the rap culture hip-hop culture and say these words like especially the n-word it's not really it's not Cool to say these things because there's so much history and that are behind these things. So we don't understand those things because we just think, oh, it's cool to say it in a song. But even if you say those things here now or in general, you might get into a lot of trouble. And I've seen and heard of people their um, jobs being revoked, their school admissions being revoked for something like racist comments or racist post on social media.
1: Yeah, as Indians, we don't really learn a lot of American history, so we don't know about the Civil War or slavery and the very dangerous connotations that these words come with. So, for example, the N-word is associated with slavery and those are words that are something that you should not be saying and there is a lot of history behind it that we don't know. I didn't know when I came here and obviously I had to learn But the only thing I needed to know before coming here is that I should not be using certain words. And I was fine with it. Only after I came here, I started reading why it is so and what is the history behind it. And I learned oh, it is really horrible. The history of slavery, if you read about it, you will realize it lasted for many years and many generations of people were affected by it. And even today, you see a lot of the effects just it's just one word you don't have to use it even if it's like a variation of that word where you change a few letters why do it it's not cool it's not funny it just outs you as i mean or in the best case ignorant and in the worst case uh, completely racist so i wouldn't do it and in india a lot of people are not well aware of these things but if you're coming here then you should. There is no reason to not educate yourself.
0: Yeah, I think ignorance in this day and age really doesn't count as an excuse because people are getting cancelled, um, which is uh, the new term. But um, yeah, it's like we've like seen so many cases of people being, you know, like um, losing jobs and for saying these things, even if it's like in an ignorant tone. But yeah, I mean, I've also seen, you know, They're like a group of Indians, but they're talking in Hindi or like an Indian language. And there are certain words that they use to like make these kind of racist comments and stuff. But I think you should know that a lot of Americans also have other Indian friends and they've probably told them that, hey, these kind of words, this is what it means in Hindi and English. So they probably know these kind of words and pick it up when you're talking in even an Indian language.
1: Yeah, that's what happened with Darren Sammy recently, where his fans and colleagues would refer to him by a Hindi word, which is like a slang, well, which is a slang for black people in Hindi, and he did not know it, and only recently he realized that that's actually a racial slur, and he, he went on Instagram Live and talked about it and asked people to not use it, and he was really hurt by it. So... Again, that is something that you don't want to do, even if you do not understand fully how much it is affecting people. It does, and you know, given the history associated with slavery and racism in the U.S., it's best to not not be ignorant about these things.
0: Weird story, which has like a pretty good um like a funny ending, is like a, like one of our friends. You know, um, he speaks Hindi, but he's not Indian, and a few students like you know indian students were like just talking in hindi and like you know nearby just kind of i don't know saying weird making weird comments or like cursing and stuff i think at my friends and my friend just started speaking hindi like hey uh bhai, kya ho? and <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> and they were like shocked to hear hindi come out of an american <laughs> so yeah don't do that you never know who's speaking what language
1: yeah this is like that scene in Rangde Basanti where Amir Khan takes that girl to his mother and starts speaking in Hindi and then she starts <laughs> speaking in Hindi.
0: Yep, it's it's a very like cultural world now. Everybody knows a lot of languages.
1: So taking a slightly different term from like racism and more serious things to something. Again, movies. We all watch movies in India. It is like completely fine to download torrents or watch streaming sites or stuff like that, which might not be legal or, you know, not just movies, but for sports or TV shows. A lot of sketchy sites allow you to do that. Again, in the US, that might not be a good idea because firstly, it is illegal and a lot of copyright uh, holders will uh, track all, all of these streaming sites and they might Have you, you know, punished for those, either a fine or even a larger penalty? And more importantly, as an, as an immigrant or as an international student, you are at higher risk of, you know, even getting deported if you are caught doing something that is illegal. Again, it's a risk that I wouldn't take.
0: There are so many streaming platforms that are available, which are like, you know, for really cheap if you have like a family plan, or else if you're like me, where you have a brother whose friend has an account, so it's free for you. So like there are like legal ways to get these kind of TV shows and everything. And I guess everybody now at least has a Netflix account or like an Amazon Prime account where you can watch most of these things. But other than that, I, yeah, I know um, a lot of people in India like use Torrent or Pirate Bay to download things. And it also like, also like for sports, like I know people watch football, like stream football because some channels don't have it. So it seems very easy and common in India, but here you might get into a lot of trouble for these simple things. I know it's also very tempting, you know, when you have like really good Wi-Fi that you just want to download everything and watch it.
1: Yeah, with torrents is slightly more dangerous because just watching or downloading is a lesser crime as compared to sharing it. And when you download a torrent or put it in a sharing folder, you become one of the guys that people can download from. So now you are committing a larger crime, which is sharing something illegal. So, again, you have to be careful about those things when you are uh, in a country that takes it more seriously than, you know, in India.
0: yeah i think the uh, the issue is that india has such a high population that you know you can't really keep track of everything we just don't have resources for these kind of things but here they do they really do these things because you know it's like i just said copyright infringement so they're gonna really track you down
1: yeah the cops have huge budgets here which is a, <laughs> which is part of a lot of protests recently but that is a different topic <laughs>
0: yeah work off campus which is pretty much illegal when you're on a f1 status as a student status you're not allowed to do that so but people you know talk about like how ways of how you can kind of do that and i know it makes sense when you're going to an expensive state like california or new york where the rent is so high and living expense is high you know, people have seen like a lot of Indian students working at malls or restaurants where it's you can clearly see that there are students just working off campus. But uh, we don't really recommend it because if you get caught, you, your student status going to go away and it's going to be like for like merely some amount of money that you can probably make up for um, once you get a good job.
1: Yeah. So immigration has been a problem. Uh, for the u.s recently a lot of talk about suspending visas <laughs> that is, you know, like literally today the government announced some suspension which i have still not understood what it means for f1 international student visas especially it is illegal obviously to work outside of campus so i wouldn't recommend it i'm sure that people do it anyway it's i personally do not know anyone who did it in college station because the living costs aren't that high that you would have to uh, you know, make up for it by working somewhere else. I did meet some Uber drivers or Lyft drivers who, I, uh, who told me that they were from somewhere else, but uh, I did not know their visa status. That they might have some status. They might be married to someone here. <laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. meet one one guy who was actually from Pakistan and was had been in the US for like 20 years and gotten married to someone and he was an Uber driver he was quite interesting to talk to but that's again that is an entirely different visa status (laughs) that we don't have (laughs) again even driving lyft or uber that is also considered working off campus
0: yeah it is like you know it's very tempting and i also understand like people do need money but i think it's easy enough to get a part-time job on campus like there are so many things and positions and you know it kind of makes up for your at least your living expenses and your like you know activities and interests. I also like you know um, sometimes the other students like other American students or international students you know kind of question things if you if they kind of um, find out that you're working off campus or everybody knows everybody in these kind of small college towns. I actually had an incident where you know I was just doing my part-time job on campus uh, over the summer and doing things and the student um, in the library, I was just trying to fix a computer and the student like, you know, tries to do small talk and I'm like chatting up with him and he eventually like asked, Oh, what are you doing? What do you study? And I was just like, you know, like trying to be polite answering him. And eventually he's like, oh, you're doing internship, but then what are you doing here? Like, why are you working right now? Are you allowed to do that? So it kind of like, you know, gave that vibe that, oh, you might snitch on me if I was doing something illegal, which I was not, but I had all the right permission to do things just to, just for the record. But, you know, these kind of things might come up. That
1: can be a problem where someone snitches on you and, you know, complains to ICE and ICE is not... An authority that you want to mess around with a lot and they have a lot of power, especially with arresting people without any real reason. Um, I don't know. There are people currently trapped in jails by ICE at the border for crossing the border illegally. Even if even a lot of people who had some papers, but something else was missing, you could run into big problems with ICE. So we just want to avoid them as much as possible.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've heard of any Indian student get in trouble with ICE um, unless they were here illegally. But I think as students, we're all here with like legal documents. And I don't think even like I've actually heard of like um, Indian airlines where they just don't let you on the plane from India if you don't have the right paperwork. So <laughs> I don't think there's any way that we can get here without legal status.
1: Yeah, the immigration people in India were, I don't know, inquisitive about my status, why I'm going, where I'm going, rather than the people here in New York. The people, when I landed in New York, they didn't really check much. I mean, obviously I had like two bags and there was nothing in them, but the people in India, they wanted to know what what I'm carrying, why I'm carrying so much luggage. I'm like, I'm going there to study for two years. I need something.
0: It's like like immigration things is so weird like um even getting back to the US was tricky um recently for me it's like something in their system didn't show up um for my status when I was trying to enter like at the airport and I got so scared because the guy was like, okay, you have to come with me to another, um, you know, we, we have to like interrogate you. And I don't know, it was like at 5.30 a.m. in the morning and I was already like, you know, half asleep and shit scared that what's going to happen. And he just like took me like super slow walk to like the elevator. We went down a floor, took me to this like kind of like an open, like sitting arrangement with like a lot of officers and it just was really scary because I literally didn't have anything in my hand. I I had all the documents. It was their system that was faulty. And eventually, um, he just gave my documents to this another officer. And he's like, okay, you gotta sit here. I, I literally waited for 30 seconds. And he's like, okay, you're fine to go. So it's like so scary to be in that situation. And I had to catch another flight. So I was like all over the place. And with the current legal, um, the immigration laws that are going on, you just never know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. A lot of immigration laws are changing right now. So whatever check before you travel or book yeah. any travel at all, uh, especially given the pandemic and how countries are responding. Some countries have banned some countries. Some countries don't allow passengers to even trans- transit to their airports at all. So, I don't know, check it before you travel.
0: Yeah, things are getting crazier. I mean, not to discourage people from like applying, but looking at the current situation, I can also see that it might be a little disheartening for students that are, you know, willing to come here or got like um, I 20s and admits this year.
1: A bit of heavy talk (laughs) there.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay.
1: (laughs) Very preachy. Don't do this, don't do that, but that's fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, Hey, if you get into these things, we are not liable, but uh, it might be a fun story, I guess.
1: Yeah, (laughs) if you (laughs) survive, like if you come out fine, then it's just a fun story. (laughs) Otherwise, you are stuck and then it's a tragic story then.
0: So, okay, I'm gonna end this episode, this really heavy, dark episode today, you know, by giving a few weird Texan laws that I found so, there's like this one really weird, and like I feel like it's almost like a silly law, which is that you know it's illegal in Texas to dust any public building with a feather duster. There's no rhyme or reason behind it. I could not find any law legal logic, but this is just one of the things that are there
1: you do you want to do this just as a form of protest <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we are protesting against this law. <laughs> of course will act all confused. I, I don't even know if this law exists. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, it, it's insane. And also like, so okay, there's another weird law, which is the entire Encyclopedia Britannica is banned in Texas just because it contains a formula to make beer at home. <laughs> but I've seen so many people <laughs> brew beer at home. So I, internet is a thing, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, why is it still banned? Now you can <sighs> search on YouTube.
0: Yeah, so many outdated laws. This is the episode, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Um, if you've had any kind of trouble, like funny stories with law um, while you're stay here, or you know, you've had like read about these weird kind of state laws, let us know in the comments on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we'll see you next week. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcast fixes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wedge and non Pod. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, please email us on contact at wedgeandnonwedge.com.